There we go. Now you can hear me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. All right, let me, let me turn this down a little bit. All right, there we go. Welcome, everyone, to the Bitcoin Ben Show. Your favorite truck driver, ex-truck driver of all time. Now, welcome to the show, folks. There seems to be something of importance that happened yesterday evening. Yeah. Trump mopped the floor with everybody. And shout out to Vivek. I think that's how you pronounce his name. That, what a class act. He realized, I'm not going to win this. Hell with it. Trump go Trump. Trump do Trump. Now, Vivek is going to go out there and rally with Trump. Folks, this mother pluckers over. Trump is going to Trump these globalist sons of bitches. That's all I'm going to say about Trump right now. Folks, emergency alert. Get your coins off of all exchanges. All of them. Right now. I, I, I got a heads up that every exchange, we're talking Cash App, we are talking Coinbase, we are talking, from what I understand, including Kraken. Get your coins off the exchanges now because they listen to me folks they're gonna start limiting you to removing listen to this a hundred dollars at a time a hundred dollars now you can sell all of them but you can't move more than a hundred. One guy said maybe 500 at a time. I'm telling you folks, not your keys, not your coins. Get them into a private wallet. Get them into Exodus. Yes, yes. 
right? Caleb and Brown, they don't want to hold your coins. They don't. They, they, they want you to buy and they send it to you and that's it. Caleb and Brown is not in the business of holding coins. They don't want nothing to do with that. Hence why I partner with Caleb and Brown. They don't leverage your money. They don't, you know, use it while you're not looking. No. Oh, no. They, bingo. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Caleb and Brown is a transaction broker. They don't want jack shit to do with holding coins. <laughs> That's why I tell them once again, once again, there's a link under here for Caleb and Brown. How many times have I told you we're going to reach a point, we're going to reach a point where these exchanges are going to get so low on BTC that they're going to start to limit, limit the amount of your coins that they hold, that you can move. You know why? Because they have public wallets. And if you're moving your coins off of their public wallet, folks, that, that will show everybody Behind the green screen. Behind the green curtain. See, everyone looks at Coinbase's public wallets. Oh, oh no, 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 no. There's plenty of coins in there. They got plenty of coins to sell. No, they don't. No, they don't. Nope. Bingo. Not your keys, not your coins. Welcome, brother. I don't uh, I don't recognize your name, but I agree with what you're saying right there. Self custody rules, baby. Not your keys, not your coins. Get them into a private wallet and hodl them, mother pluckers. And the reason this is an emergency broadcast, folks, is it's, it's starting. It's 
starting the hyper bitcoinization is starting if i didn't have a special guest on for the second half hour i would be playing a interview from two of the ETF companies. One of them is called Vanek. The other one is actually called Pitwise. These guys, are, these two guys, these are the smaller guys. Right? Vanek and Pitwise. They're not the big boys. They're the smaller guys. These two guys in this interview are explaining how just them, just them, they have billions of dollars of people. Did, did you hear how, uh, God, I, I want to say it's BlackRock. BlackRock is sending out, and I'm not freaking joking, folks, sending out letters, emails to over what was it? A hundred and fifty million clients or associates to schedule appointments with ten thousand reps about Bitcoin. Think about that. I didn't even know BlackRock had 10,000 reps. This is off the friggin' ch charts. 10,000 reps talking to a hundred and fifty million clients and associates yes <laughs> and Vanguard in Vanguard's bleeding clients like like somebody slit their wrist Folks, they don't want you in this. They don't want you in this at all. Oh, yeah, Vanguard is definitely backpedaling. You, 
See, Vanguard is about to be Van gone. Once again, the blockbuster of ETFs will be Vanguard. If they don't get their shit straight, I'm, I'm telling you, folks, this is, this is absolutely just amazing what's going on. Oh, hey, Nash, uh, send me a text on how much you paid for your gas heading up to, uh, up to Nashville, uh, and I'll shoot you over some Bitcoin, right? All right, brother. Uh, it's, it's, it's literally fundamental. Yes. Oh, what a great one. <clears throat> My boy, Bitcoin Bull. Vanguard will be known as Vanished. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Um, it's, I'm telling you folks, get you, number one, number one, get an account open at Caleb and Brown. I have a link under here. You use my link, you get 30% off all fees. I was the first, first influencer that I think partnered with uh, Um, that that first partnered with Caleb and Brown. Now, oh, I know. The brother, I I'm right there with you, Jack. And this ETF is cash create. I don't, I'm not buying any. Fuck all that shit. BlackRock will own all the Bitcoin, and the people will own a paper represent a derivative. Absolutely, that's why I'm not buying ETFs. Jack, I'm with you, brother. I I wouldn't buy this shit. If it was the last shit on the planet. Um, um, what the hell? Oh, oh yeah. I wouldn't buy this shit if it was the last shit on the planet. 
not your coins, not your keys. And BlackRock ain't stupid. See, BlackRock, watch folks, watch, watch and see. Right? BlackRock is going to make Coinbase wallet looks like it's holding dust. BlackRock is going to make Michael's BlackRock is going to make Michael Saylor look like he's hodling half a Bitcoin. Right? But so for a Roth, should we buy Bitcoin in a Bitcoin IRA or not even? I I wouldn't worry about a Roth IRA. I, I wouldn't want I just buy Bitcoin. Just buy Bitcoin. You don't need to hold Roth or, or, uh, or hold Bitcoin IRA. What? Why? Why use an IRA structure just by Bitcoin? Now, now the one thing, if I had a regular job and I had a 401k, I would probably buy these. I swear. And I'll tell you why. Because if my employer was going to match what I was putting up, hell to the yeah. Now, I wouldn't allocate a lot, but I would allocate some if they're going to match it. Get twice as much PTC. Now, mind you, you wouldn't get it. You'd be holding a derivative. But hell with it. If you got a 401k, which is pre-tax, I would. Yeah, I would. Exactly, Ben. I rolled uh, some of my 401k over into Caleb and Brown. Absolutely. Hell to the yeah. Hey, don't hate to play a baby. Hate to gain. Oh, hang on, word from the sponsor. You guys, get your crypto laptops now, folks. Have you seen some of the legislation that these fucktards are trying to put out? Get, get your crypto laptop. And then claim that the laptop information 
is a diary. Listen to me. I know it sounds fucking crazy. All right. Listen to me. If you have a laptop and for some reason the government comes after you for cryptos, you claim that the that the laptop, the information on the laptop is a diary. They can't touch it. They can't touch it. My friends, you think I'm new at this yet? Your private papers. What is more private than a diary? Right. Just like the government came after you for gold, they they don't have the manpower to do that. I agree. I agree. They don't have the manpower. But they have the AI power. CM, I love you, brother, but we're way past manpower. We're in the AI power. We're in a different world, and most of the world is not thinking the way they need to think. Government is going to imp, try to, this is why Trump, baby Trump, this is why Trump, AI is going to, government is going to roll out AI. I'm telling you guys all right now, please listen to me. Get a a Calix Solutions, right? Get a Calix Solutions laptop now. Are you buying and selling cryptos on the same laptop that you're using to browse the internet, read your email, and visit social media sites? If so, you're exposing your cryptos to theft. Whenever you're online, you're at risk of getting hacked and having your identity stolen. How would you feel if someone stole all of your cryptos? What would that do to your finances? Guard your cryptos with a safe and secure laptop from Calix Solutions. Each laptop is set up just for you and your cryptos, and then we walk you through exactly how it works. Don't risk the security of your cryptos. Order a crypto laptop from Calix Solutions now to secure your crypto future. Learn more at calixsolutions.io.
Yeah. Or if the government asks for your laptop, you tell them it's, it's actually Hunter Biden's. They'll leave it alone. You just tell them it's Hunter Hunter Biden's, you know, diary. Folks, we 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 live in a in a different world now. All right, now I I usually don't do this. But I'm going to hang long on YouTube today. Then we'll go over to the private server once our guest comes in. All right. I want you to see something. You don't think we're in the future, folks? Welcome to your new roommate in about two years. It's moving its hands. The movement is so natural that it actually appears to be unnatural. Your brain is screaming at you that this video can't possibly be real, but it is. And you're not only looking at Tesla's latest invention, you're also looking at their newest employee, Optimus. And there are going to be a lot more of these robots coming very soon to a factory near you. This isn't about the future anymore. The manufacturing industry is changing in a very big way as we speak, and 2024 is going to be known as the year of the Tesla bot. While Tesla still hasn't brought C-3PO from Star Wars to life, the most recent demo video we saw in December 2023 was very exciting. Debuting the Optimus Gen 2, the video shows the bot walking much smoother and 30% faster than before. It even got articulated toe sections, making the walking action itself feel far more human. The bot itself is 10 kilograms lighter and gets a neck that can move on two axes of rotation. The brand new arms now feature 11 joints and can move faster thanks to improved Tesla-designed actuators. But... The most impressive update was the addition of precise tactile sensing on all fingers, allowing for some very fine and delicate hand control. It demonstrated this by picking up an egg and placing it precisely in an egg holder, an action that Moravex Paradox says should be very hard, but more on that later. All of this is now wrapped in a sleek new Gen 2 body that Tesla says is far better balanced with much improved full body control. It can now perform a squat with ease, reminding us all not to skip leg day at the gym. Tesla has made a big deal this year about moving the manufacturing of their actuators in-house. In fact, back in March, they said that the reason Optimus Gen 1 was operating so well compared to the 2020 debut model Bumblebee was because the team had decided to produce these delicate parts themselves rather than using off-the-shelf components. 
Actuators are the bits that convert input signals into the actual force required to move anything from the Tesla bot's legs to the fine motion of its fingers, and this is where Tesla gets to show off. In the brief moments when we see the robot's neck and fingers move for the first time, the subtitles tell us that the neck now has a 2-DOF actuated joint, and the fingers have a whopping 11-DOF. DOF here refers to degrees of freedom, which in mechanics is referring to an axis on which an object can move. In the case of the new neck joint, this means that the neck can now rotate left and right, as well as pitching forwards and backwards which means that those fingers are very articulated. In fact, the motion of those fingers are now so smooth that Optimus developers felt they had to jump into the replies and confirm that this video wasn't CGI and hadn't been sped up. The really mind-blowing tech is not even the actuators, though. It's whatever Tesla is now using to give their robot some tactile sense in its fingers. During the last few seconds of the video, we are shown Optimus handling some eggs with a visualization of the sensors in its fingers. Now, robots handle eggs all the time, but they usually do so with little tricks. They are either programmed with the precise amount of force needed to pick up the egg without cracking it, or they are designed to use some soft grippers that use suction to hold the delicate object. But Tesla went the more human way and seems to have developed some sort of pressure sensor that allows Optimus to feel whatever it's holding and gauge the correct amount of force to use within those delicate new actuators. This is way closer to how humans actually interact with objects, with the nerves in our fingers telling us things like the shape, texture, and give of a surface, and then sending that information to our brains to process and make the decision of how much force to use when manipulating it. And this is exactly how we've been told Optimus works. Back in March, when the Gen 1 was showcased, Tesla presenters made a big deal about their robots learning algorithms. That video of Optimus sorting blocks from a little later on in September was another example of it learning by doing, having only received orders to sort the blocks by color, but not how. We don't know any details on this tactile sensing technology quite yet, if we ever will. It could very well be proprietary, but it could very well be used in the robot's feet as well to help it gauge the surfaces it's walking on, just like we What have I said over and over again? We are just recreating us watch you do when elon first announced the tesla bot at the artificial intelligence day in august 2021 the goal was to create a general purpose bipedal autonomous humanoid robot capable of performing unsafe repetitive or boring tasks so a bot that doesn't take away the fun things, but can run into a burning building to save someone. A bot that can work at dangerous deep sea mines or simpler, more boring tasks like sorting out eggs at the factory. In his vision of the future, Elon sees us only working when we want to because the labor will be unlimited thanks to these bots. He also said that we will certainly need a universal basic income at that point, but that's a discussion for an economist, which I certainly am not. 
Anyway. Now, let me tell you about the universal basic income. It's not what people think it is. Think of Alaska. Think of all of the electric producing facilities in America mining Bitcoin. Think of the Alaskan model where they pay the citizens from the energy production of Alaska, but apply that to energy production in America that is paid out to the citizens in Bitcoin. You want to know the future, folks? That's the little secret. That's what, listen to me, that's what the CEO of BlackRock knows. Now, let's go back. The Bumblebee prototype we did see a year later in 2022 was clunky and slow, but certainly humanoid. A year after that, we got the Optimus prototype. It had improved. It could now walk smoothly, almost like a human. The bot could sort out objects based on color as a man constantly kept shuffling them around, which would annoy me greatly if I was a bot. But fortunately, the bot is as patient and forgiving as a grandma with grandkids. It could even carry out finer jobs like picking up a nut and placing it precisely, and use powered hand tools to drill a screw. It was honestly pretty cool to see. It was also the first time we got to see Tesla's neural network for bots in action. This development was possible with the advancements Tesla made with AI in the past year, and while we don't know detailed specifics of how it functions, Elon has said it works very similarly to the full self-driving system found in Tesla vehicles, and about that, we do know quite a bit. Currently, in the 11th version, the FSD system uses a rules-based approach, where road laws and rules are fed into the programming and then implemented by the vehicle. For FSD version 12, though, Tesla is trying out a learning system instead. This dictates that instead of following hard and fast rules, the system learns from footage from incident recordings, something Tesla has thousands of hours of. Basically, it studies driver behavior and emulates it. This is an important change that makes the system far safer by doing what others around you do instead of only reacting in ways already pre-programmed. This is cutting-edge artificial intelligence in action, and we saw this when Elon went live on X a while back, demoing it in his own car with no accidents, at least none on camera. Speaking of cameras, the FSD system relies primarily on the video recordings from the cameras on the car instead of relying on LiDAR sensors like most other autonomous vehicles do. It studies the video footage and not data off sensors. 
That's why Waymo and Cruise have those ugly contraptions on them, while the Tesla just looks like a regular car. Now, applying that to a bot has some great advantages. Instead of using data from sensors to create an image of its surroundings, the Tesla bot uses cameras. And instead of programming the exact angle the arms and legs need to be to carry out a specific task, the AI can just observe humans and learn from that. Of course, this means a lot of observation since it doesn't have the data set of videos Tesla vehicles do, but given enough time, it is possible. We do have five times as many people as we do cars, and just like with Tesla vehicles, the system gets better the longer it is used. Now, this will understandably require significant computing power, but the rewards should be much greater adaptability and a lot more learning. We have already seen evidence of this with the latest TeslaBot demos we mentioned earlier. Those tasks should have been incredibly difficult, but the Optimus prototype seemed to sail through it comfortably. With the Optimus Gen 2 demo we saw in 2023, all of these systems seem to have been further refined. The movements are now smoother and more precise, and it's looking closer to a bot that can actually prove useful. A robot is defined as a machine, especially one programmable by a computer capable of carrying out a complex series of actions automatically. We've had them for quite a long time, from the vacuum cleaners roaming our houses to the robots that put together our cars. We've actually gotten incredibly good at building them to carry out increasingly complex but singular purpose tasks. Cast a new part, fill up a glass bottle, arrange boxes in a row, the list goes on. They do it very effectively, and it's been at the heart of our economic and manufacturing progress. They have not replaced humans, but they have replaced individual human tasks. And yet, we have seen very few humanoid robots in that time, other than in all the sci-fi movies, of course. We had good reason for that. We simply never needed them. But Elon Musk believes the time has come for them to replace human individuals, and we thus needed the humanoid robot. Okay, let me explain before you go all I knew it on the Skynet conspiracy theories. Elon believes the human population is declining at a rapid rate, and we are on the brink of what he calls population collapse. And with economies being a direct factor of labor input, with a massive drop in available labor, global economies and GDPs will start to crumble, going from recession to depression. Certainly not ideal. The solution, AI-powered bots to take over labor. Think of it like this. On one hand, you can have a Porsche 911 GT3 RS. It's a dedicated sports car that's great at one specific task, going incredibly fast, but terrible at everything else. That's what most robots are today. Great at one task. Now imagine a car that can go almost as quick, but then when it's not on a track is still extremely comfortable to drive. It can transport a family of five and travel 600 kilometers. That's what the humanoid seeks to do. It seeks to do more by being adaptable and letting the task decide what it needs to do at any given moment. But we can't talk about robots without first mentioning Boston Dynamics. They are by far the leaders in the industry thanks to the head start they've had by working on biomimetic robots since 1992 and unveiling their first humanoid robot in 2009. You see, Elon Musk wasn't the first to think of and develop a humanoid robot. He was just the first to want them mass-produced. 
Boston Dynamics' most advanced bot, Atlas, was unveiled all the way back in 2013 and has been steadily improving in the things it can do. It can run, jump, and throw suitcases with a fair degree of accuracy, and it can do a backflip, which is the part I'm most envious of. Ideally, the Tesla bot would have the physical capabilities of the Atlas. It will certainly be compared to it with all the claims Elon has made, but there is one fundamental difference. Elon's robot is designed to run entirely on AI, while the Atlas is still for the most part relying on machine learning and programming from very clever engineers, and this changes things. Building a robot has some unique problems, especially if you want one to replicate human actions. At the heart of it is the Moravec paradox. Simply put, it says that when it comes to robots and machines carrying out human activities, the easy things are very hard. So a robot will not struggle with complex tasks like deciding how much force to throw a bucket with so it reaches a certain distance, but simple perception-based activities like sitting in a chair are very hard to carry out. Think of the things you do that are almost subconscious. Those are the ones robots struggle with most. This goes down to how robots have been designed so far. The Boston Dynamics Atlas, for example, relies a lot on machine learning. It needs to be taught. What that means is someone provides it a start point and a desired outcome, and then lets the robot figure out the best path to it. It should be noted, though, that the multiple paths still need to be programmed into the robot. It then chooses the most efficient one based on the parameters, while incredibly impressive, it is time-consuming and limiting. But as we explained earlier, the Tesla bot does things differently, relying on an AI-powered neural network and a vision-based system to see the world and then learn. This greatly improves its ability to adapt and be useful in different and unique situations and will certainly be its greatest advantage against its competitors. So is this really going to happen? Well, we know Elon and his timelines are not reliable, but Tesla is completely committed to this venture, and unlike Boston Dynamics, which is more of a technological exploration exercise, Tesla is designing this for the mass market. In fact, Elon says they have already vertically integrated for the design of the prototype, planning for large-scale manufacturing from the get-go. The actuators are all designed in-house by the same guys who built the Model S Plaid motor because off-the-shelf parts were simply not up to the task Tesla wanted them for. The computers, electronics, and battery systems are all Tesla designs, so when they do start building these bots for the public, they will roll out a ton of them. Elon also says the bots will be cheaper than Tesla's cars and will become a bigger product for the company than the rest of their catalog combined. And at some point in the future, there could be more bots than humans on Earth. At the astonishing rate at which the Tesla Optimus bot is developing, that future might not be so far away. The Boston Dynamics Atlas took 10 years to learn to dance, do some parkour, and carry out basic tasks. The Optimus bot has learned to walk, sort blocks out by color, and precisely place eggs in around two years. So it's fair to assume that rate of improvement will continue, especially based on Tesla's AI approach. In addition to that, Tesla is answerable to their investors. And with Elon stating it could be bigger than their automotive business, there is certainly going to be a renewed push to see this come to market. And with all Tesla has learned about manufacturing at scale thanks to all the gigafactories, this will not be an insurmountable challenge. 
But above all, we can simply expect the Optimus prototype to demonstrate far more usability and practicality for real-world scenarios in 2024. I'm not sure how I feel about robots outnumbering us, and even though the chance of an AI robot takeover is negligible, it still isn't zero. They make three movies on that every year. That being said, Elon has been vocal about these bots not being a threat to us, saying we don't want a Terminator scenario. The Optimus bot has a top speed of 5 miles an hour, so you should be able to outrun it, and the new Gen 2 now weighs about 50 kilos, so you should be able to overpower it as well. Boston Dynamics, on their part, has pushed for legislation to prevent general-use robots from ever being weaponized, and Elon seems to be of the same opinion. If all goes to plan, and it rarely does, the Optimus prototype will change our lives and our economies unlike anything else. The implications of outsourcing the entire labor force to bots are huge. I look forward to eliminating mundane everyday tasks and jobs, and while it continues to be slightly terrifying, there's no escaping the reality. The bots are coming. Now here's a problem a lot of Morning, beautiful. Well, good morning, Ben. How are you? Oh, living the dream, babe. Living the dream. Are you all settled in from our fabulous weekend? I gave, uh, yesterday, I actually gave Leslie Bamboo the day off. Today, I gave Sherpa the day off and then my wife goes so when do you get your day off right i said well looking like early 2026 <laughs> you know it's funny you you had said over the weekend that you're tired and but you have so much that you want to do because we're under a time crunch with all this insanity i get it i get it but we need you fearless leader. So please get some rest. Oh, I will. I, it's, you know, there ain't nothing to it, but to do it, babe. I'm with you. I, um, uh, everyone. <laughs> Welcome Debbie. Debbie say hi to everyone. Hey everybody. Happy Tuesday. Good to oh. see you. Kinda. <laughs> Uh, would they, would you let them know where they can actually get a hold of us? Absolutely. You can reach us on Telegram, Bitcoin Benz Silver. So it's two S's, Bitcoin Benz with an S and then Silver. That's a public Telegram channel. You can reach out to us there. You can also email me at Deb dot pusateer p-u-s-a-t-e-r-e at gmail.com awesome um, now i haven't talked to you about this yet deb so it's kind of a surprise is uh there's a gentleman here i think he talked to you uh while you were here over the weekend mm -hmm. he uh he has some property, if you 
large swath of property that he has all of the mineral rights for. Fred, right? Yes, yes. Um, in April, I, I don't know when yet, but I want to fly you and me out there and look at his land because if if what he says is accurate and I have no reason to question it wouldn't be as of now, uh, this might be something that you and me and him and a few other friends I have in mind, um, we might be able to actually own a silver mine. That would be awesome. And if it's, if he's accurately ex explained it to me, um, we could supply our community with a direct source of silver and other precious metals if if it's there uh, and then sell like copper or what else is there uh, I I don't see why not. Uh, I'm in. I'm in for anything new. I'd love to learn about that. I'm learning a little bit about silver mines. So I'm, I'm, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. I did. Uh, that's why I want to fly you out there in April because uh, his group is actually going to meet on the land and, it, and we'll actually get like a tour of the whole property and uh now for everyone watching this this is what i watch for this is you know i mean deb and i we we own our own like silver company but you know me if you think big, you win big. Why wouldn't we partner up and own our own silver supplier, our own mine? You know, if we can do it, why wouldn't we? Because Absolutely. I know Deb and I each know that how we were just watching that video. You know how much silver is in one of those robots? I don't know specifically, but I guarantee it's not zero. Well, think about how much silver we lose, Ben, on a missile, right? When the yes. military... And, the, and they don't go and pick it up and melt it no. back down and reuse it. How much silver is lost in a cell phone that we throw away or chips? or So most of the silver that they mine is discarded. 90% of it's discarded. Uh, 
last I heard, and if you have more accurate numbers, I heard each cell phone holds about a quarter of an ounce of silver. Yeah, that's oh. about what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and look at Daddy. This is why I love our viewers. He says there's 500, of, 500 ounces per missile. Holy cow. Wow. Yep. That is wow. And this, I'm telling you, folks, this is what we have to do. You know how, how many mines are owned by China here in America? Almost the majority of the big miners are majority held shareholders are Chinese subsidiary companies. Now, you know, that's interesting you say that, Ben. That just sparks something in my mind. I know that the most amount of silver to be mined is in Mexico. However, yeah. you just... Think about this. And again, nobody knows the future, but I know that there could be the possibility if if and when everything goes to heck in a handbasket, the mines can be taken over by the government, right? They can go yeah, and say we're taking them. But knowing what's going on with your buddy Biden, with his little deal with China, I'm wondering if China would let them go. I mean, why would China give up if they own Biden? They own most of the... Uh, the uh, gate, the stake in the United States silver mines. Do you really think Biden could let them let go of their grip? No. Hmm. So they're going to go after the individual mom and poppers. Yep. And the depositories. The junior miners. Yep. Just like they went after, you know, I'm in real estate just like they went after the real estate people for COVID. It was the little mom and pop landlord. It wasn't the big, big, huge companies that had a billion different apartments. It was, it was the little guys like us. We're the ones that suffered and lost the rents and didn't get the subsidies. While the big guys like BlackRock, they came in and gobbled them up. I wonder if, I wonder if that's a plan. Well, that's, that's why I'm thinking if what the, if, if this is what I think it is, then why? I would much rather own the the source of the silver we sell than rely on a silver producer yep. that may be associated with China. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Because I, and this is the key, folks. You know that if me and Teb are involved with a mine, we will not sell to any, anybody. Help. It's... <laughs> The amount of silver we have right now 
and we won't sell it to anybody. What makes you think we'd sell a silver mine if we won't even sell our ounces? <laughs> we'll be coddling all the silver. Hell, Deb might buy half of it, right? <laughs> that's after we make a Bitcoin Ben Silver coin. That, well, that's that's what I want to talk to 7K Metals about. Mm -hmm. Because what I'm thinking, this is just me throwing out an idea. What I'm thinking is we partner with 7K. We tokenize part of the ownership of the mine and the ownership share and token will be a 7K metal coin, silver coin. When you buy a share of the mine, you get a 7K metals silver coin with yep. it. I'll tell you if there's any company to partner with that I know of that works with silver, that's freedom and family. And they, they, I feel that they're one of us. They're definitely a company that I don't feel are cabal at all. They're, they're guys that used to be in the big companies yep. that didn't care about the little guy owning silver. That's why they're such a great company because they try to allow, give an opportunity for everybody to own silver because you can even buy fractional silver. So yeah, if I was going to partner with anybody, it would definitely be 7K. Exactly. And wouldn't, sell, wouldn't 7K Metals love to know the owners of one of their silver suppliers? Absolutely. Why not? Because we can literally tokenize ownership of the silver mine mm -hmm. have 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 each of the coins numbered then have it e uh, uh, have uh, have each of the coins nft mm -hmm. so it's on the blockchain yep. i'm telling you i'm in Hey, you know what? <laughs> That's what we have to do. We have to revolutionize the world. Yeah. Hey, Ben and Debbie, what about the founders group worldwide in, in, in investment? Absolutely. We'd offer the founders group a share of the mine. Why wouldn't we? We're members of the group. Absolutely. It's it's a win-win, baby. I would you know how much I would brag if I owned part of a silver mine. Right. Oh, I'd be I'd be like Bitcoin bins crypto club slash silver store. You know? Yeah. I know Fred and I are gonna sit down and talk to this. He actually texted me this morning. So, and I've been in the gym since 4 a.m. So, uh, wow. 
Yeah, I'm so excited. I teach early classes on Tuesdays. Well, on my side of that, I think I drove past a couple gyms, if that helps. No more sitting out front in the lawn chair? I got time for all that. That was pre-club. Oh, now oh. I'm at the club. I, I don't have, they probably wonder where we're at. Well, I, I think that means we need to put a little gym in the club, Ben. So you have, you don't have to go far to get your workout in. Hun, the only way I am putting a little gym in this club, if it's a midget and his name's Jim. I should have known you were going to go there. That's the only way. <laughs> I ain't putting no extra. I'm not trying to get all physical fitted. Listen, Kelly and I have a plan. So listen, you're going to be outnumbered. That's all right. I still out, I outweigh both of you together. So you bet. Bring it out. <laughs> no, no. Uh, what have you been up to, babe? And well, what's on your radar? Well, just getting home yesterday. Oof, boy, was that a ride home. They must have been getting severe weather out west. We got in early in the morning yesterday from the conference. Oh, oh I'm, everyone watching on YouTube, you go bye-bye. Sorry, guys. Join the link under here for the private server, and you can come right back on. Sorry, YouTube. It's just YouTube. Come on. 